Welcome to the Latin Wealth Podcast, hosted by two entrepreneurs, Chris Beoso and Armando Pantoja. Tune in to learn more about entrepreneurship, investing, and business. All right, what's going on, Latin Wealth family? Welcome to another episode to the Latin Wealth Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We got a, a jam-packed episode today with a lot of different information. Um, a lot's been going on in the market, so we want to review some of those things today with you guys. Armando, how are you doing today? I'm great, and you? Man, I'm blessing well. So before we we get into it, man, first and foremost, uh, we have to say we are not financial advisors, so we are not giving you guys financial advice. We just simply want to give you guys the information and we want to give you guys our perspective on everything that's going on that we're about to speak about. Uh, you must do your own due diligence. So please keep that in mind. Uh, with that being said, if you guys can leave us a rating and review on the podcast, that would help with the growth of this podcast. And with that being said, let's jump right into it. So um, if you guys are paying attention to the market, especially the crypto market, you know, the market is kind of back in the green and there's a lot that's been going on. There's a new coin that people have been rushing to buy. So we want to break down a couple of these things. So first and foremost, um, ApeCoin. You know, so the, the founders of the Board Ape Yacht Club, um, the, the, the founders are called Yuga Labs. Um, probably the, one of the most popular U NFT project out there recently had an evaluation of $4 billion. Um, I think the lowest board ape nft is going for like 103 eth which is crazy um so what they decided to do was to add additional perks for the nft holders so for example 62 percent of the total coins the ape coin created are going to be allocated to the community and they pretty much plan on using the coin for gaming commerce and to empower a decentralized community to uh be in the forefront of web 3.0 so uh what what does all this mean you're like yo what, what's going on with apecoin so it recently came out i think about three days ago it came out and it hit all platforms i think it was it came out about eight dollars and fifty cents if i'm not mistaken yeah, somewhere yeah. around there or was around it okay cool and now i'm looking at it right now and apecoin is trending at 1328 so a lot of hype um, a lot of people looking to invest in the coin. Um, Armando, what are your thoughts about it and, and your perspective on ApeCoin? Uh, so ApeCoin to me, like like I said, when it came out at $8, I think in some exchanges, it got, away to, got all the way up to around 40 uh, But it kind of like mostly changed the highest it got was like $18.20, $18.20. And then there was a retraction. Whenever, whenever something like this happens, most in a lot of cases, there's a lot of hype when it first comes out pushes the uh, stock up or, or either I'm sorry, the asset up or whatever. And then once, uh, once that, then what happens is the early people, the people that got in beforehand, they start selling, which causes selling pressure and drops it back down. A lot of times you'll see a 30, 35, 40% retraction there. And then it will, if it's going to, if it's, a, if, it's in a, if it's bullish, it'll continue to go up. So I told my followers on uh, Sunday, I was like, look, man, cause it was, it was like at $10. I said, that's the, that's the retraction we're waiting for. It's going to continue to go up to around fifteen dollars. I said, after that, I don't know what's going to happen, and it ended up getting to like fourteen eighty, and then it kind of bounced back down to where it's at today. I still think it's going to go past fifteen. Mm. Uh, but like I said, is that ape coin is like a weird, weird coin, right? Is that uh, it, it, it has utility because of the way they distribute it to token? I mean, I don't know if it's a token or a coin. Is it ERC twenty token? Let me see. 
I think it is. Okay, so it's a it's a token. Uh, so, uh, what does it say on Coin Market? Say ERC twenty. Yeah, yeah, it's ERC twenty. ERC twenty. That means it's built on Ethereum. That's another mm-hmm. case for Ethereum. Like, is that every one every time one of these coins comes out and does well, Ethereum gets boosted up a little bit because it increases the, de- the demand for buying Ethereum. Because you have to, in order to transfer ApeCoin, you got to have Ethereum in your wallet. Mm-hmm. So it makes. Um, it increases the demand for Ethereum and uh, and it increases its use case. Yeah. But uh, well, with the Abe coin, like I said, is that uh, the hype may push it to whatever. Uh, Long term, I, I just don't see Abe coin like doing. You know, it, it always be a legit coin. It always be there, but I can't mm-hmm. see it going up a lot. Like you know, like from now to like two hundred, I can't see that. Right. Right. Uh, what I wanted to say, I think they they did something pretty interesting. I mean, the utilities, like you said, are, are interesting. Uh, for the people that owned uh, a board eight NFT, they probably benefited the most. So I think they airdropped everybody, like, if I'm not mistaken, like a hundred thousand ape coin or something crazy like that. Everybody got that. They just airdropped that to them. And airdrop just means like they literally just sent them that money for having the NFT. So um, there are some benefits and perks with being in this community. A lot of people are like, yo, what's the point of owning uh, a monkey, a monkey face on my Instagram account? But if you really look into it, it's just more than the picture. There are utilities. It's a community that you're a part of. I know if you own one of those board apes, you're literally in a discord room with different celebrities and different people that that have the board apes with you. So it'd be a great way for you to network and whatnot. And in addition, they come out with the coin um, where it's, it's basically free money for us, for the people that own um, the, the, the NFT. So very interesting stuff. Very interesting. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I wonder if they're going to come up with a, a mechanism for it to be consistent. Like, uh, like in, order, in order for those, like, those entities to hold value is all of this would have to be consistent. Like, you know, they have to release certain coins a certain amount over a certain period of time. I, I just, I, I just, I'm just curious about that. I, I got to look more into that. Yeah. Something else I, I read, I didn't look too deep into it. I don't know if you heard it, but basically I know there's a way for people to basically lend their NFT in a way. Have you heard of that? Maybe I don't. Yeah, I don't. I never heard of that. But uh, yeah, but I, I can mean, see so, it happening. I mean, if you lend your NFT, you can leverage it for certain things. Yeah, I mean, I could see that happening. So I think somebody did that, and again, we got to look a little bit more into it. But somebody basically loaned out their NFT, and the guy that got it knew that they were coming out with the ape coin. They knew they were going to airdrop that certain amount of money, so he grabbed it, and then he had the NFT, and then he also got all the ape coin. Um, which was it's smart to do is yeah, super smart, <laughs> crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, interesting stuff. We wanted to break down what ApeCoin is. We're definitely going to keep an eye on this thing, see where it's going to go, and see kind of the impact it has um, on the other coins out there that want to add new utilities um, for their community. So, in addition to talking about crypto and whatnot, the United States Department of Justice has recently just begun prosecuting crypto scammers and nft rug pools so if you guys don't know what a rug pool is it's basically when somebody creates a crypto project promising a bunch of different things ambitions and you know exciting roadmaps and money and whatnot and they just 
abruptly shut it down and they run away with millions of dollars, right? So they begin prosecuting um, some different scammers. It's not too many people. I think it's like five, but um, I know we've talked about it on here and Amano has been talking about it for years now that, yo, don't be playing around with the government because they're going to come get you at some point. <laughs> this is how the government works, right? The SEC is they'll sit back and watch. And I told it, I've seen this before in 17. I've seen it in 13. I've seen it. That's what I, I've already seen this twice. This is the third time I've seen it. They'll sit back and they'll watch, right? And they won't do anything. And then people will assume, well, they're not saying anything, so it must be legal. Because, you know, most of us, especially from middle class, lower class houses, we don't know much about white collar crime. Mm. We know you rob a store, the police pick you up the next day. You see what I'm saying? Or if you, mm-hmm. let's say, for example, if I steal some money from my job, they come get me the next week. So it's an immediate correlation. So we think that that's what, how it's supposed to be. So if I put out an NFT project, somebody pulls the rug and nobody gets the dude, well, it must be okay. Nah, man, mm-hmm. the SEC takes years sometimes. They, they'll see, you know, you, like it was a case of a guy, right? I forget the project. I forget the guy's name. But what he did is that he created an NFT project, which I don't understand why he did. That was stupid of him because all you got to do is throw up some artwork or something. Mm-hmm. He created one and he took a bunch of money, millions of dollars. He says, yeah, man, I'm going to give an NFT project. He, he was on his Twitter saying, yeah, it's going to be released next week. It's going to be released next week. It's going to be released next week. And he kept saying that at the end of like six weeks, I was like, come on, man, where's the project? He says, I'm on Twitter live. I'm on Twitter in front of everybody. He said, look, man, I decided I don't want to do it. I'm sorry. You know, uh, you know, sue me. And he, he closed his Twitter account down. I think I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, he said it publicly. You knew who his name was. Everybody knew who he was. He figured, well, I got, they're not going to do anything. Well, that's a rug pull. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. You promise people. So I would just throw up some NFTs. I don't know why he didn't do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he didn't do it. And now... He's in trouble. I mean, he's going to get in trouble, right? So the SEC, what they do is they look at all these products and say, what's the most obvious ones? Then they go after them first. Then they go after the second tier, third tier, fourth tier, so they got everybody. It may take them two years to get everybody, right? So the first ones are the most obvious because, you know, if you rug, how are you going to defend that? You didn't do what you said, right? So they're going to get them first. Then the next ones they're going to get is people who use false claims because that takes a little bit more work to go after. Because when you get somebody like this, you, you basically just take the money back and put them in jail or whatever. You know, it's an easy mm-hmm. case. They're going to plea out. So the second case, they, it requires more evidence, more stuff. So all these influencers, some celebrities, people who produce, who, like, like what's the Tory Lanez, right? And I hate to say mm-hmm. this, Tory Lanez is going to get in trouble. I promise you he is. I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you why. Because he did an NFT project as a, I think his album or something. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. He sold $2 million in like 30 seconds, right? But his, what, what happened is there's a video of him saying before and after that everybody's going to get rich off of this. Mm. And there, I'm so, you know, that, that right there, he just admitted that what he was selling was an investment mm. or security, right? So because of that, you're, he didn't have a license to sell a security, they're going to come after. Now they got to collect all these evidence and stuff first. That's why it's going to take so long. But they're going to eventually, boom, something's going to come out about him. And a bunch of other people, influencers that, that promoted their products like that, now, NFT is more like, a, if you promote it, more like a collectible, like a baseball card, basketball card. Say, look, man, here's a basketball card, LeBron James. I don't, the aftermarket decides the value, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's okay. But if you promote it, like, look, man, buy this card because it's going to be, you know, like, like if a, bas- a pack of basketball cards said, buy this card, they're going to go up to 100% next year. That's a, that they can't, you can't even do that on a pack of basketball cards. That's illegal. Mm-hmm. But if you just sell them as basketball cards, it's okay. That's the difference. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a lot of great, great area, man. Like the biggest thing is um, just just do everything with integrity, integrity, man, and morals and principles. Don't try to scam people out here because it will c- catch up to you in one way or right. another. Um, what is it with the with the PPP loans? You know, that's it's it almost too easy. But they're getting people. They're getting a lot of people. So don't mess around with the government. Uh, moral of the story. <laughs> um, but crime take a while to get. It's not like a regular crime where they get you the next day. You know, it takes yeah. it takes them a while to to get it all together. No, but that's super interesting. What you said. You said you know our community. We we think like you know if we don't get caught the next week or the next day, it's like okay, we're we're good. We're in the clear. <laughs> when you're messing around with the and that's super interesting that's true uh but when you mess around with the government man it may take a couple years months or whatever but it, it will come back to you in some type of way exactly so speaking about government uh you posted a article last night russia is considering considering selling its oil and gas for bitcoin as sanctions intensify so before we get into that could you kind of break down for the people who don't know what sanctions are what, what that basically means and what, what's going on with this article that you posted so a sanction is basically like let's say one one country like one country wants to punish another country for doing something right they can't use military actions either because they don't have the legal right or they just don't want to cause you know instability in that country or the area so they'll use a, a tool called sanctions to try to make them do what they want them to do. And they'll do stuff like they'll block certain access to certain resources or they'll block certain, they'll do certain economic things to kind of like make the people feel pressure or pain in some way so that their government will, will end up doing what they wanted them to do. Right. So the U S government said, Hey, we're going to sanction Russia. And one of the, one of the sanctions was, is that it was two. Russia couldn't use the, what's called the swift payment network, which allows mm-hmm. countries to send money, you know, across borders. Uh, and they also said that they were going to uh, restrict the uh, sales of their oil using the U.S. dollar. Now, if people don't know, the U.S. dollar is a reserve currency all over the world. So all transactions between two countries have to be done in the U.S. dollar. So the U.S. has a lot of control over that. Uh, and it's something called the petrodollar. So it's a concept in which uh, the U.S. dollar is actually held up by oil. Mm-hmm. The price of the value of the U.S. dollar is actually held up by oil. And it's a lot more complicated than that, but that's basically the premise. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, and I would encourage you guys to look up. It's called the petrodollar. It's a concept. Petrodollar. Look at you know petrodollar. So, um, so with that being said, like is that uh, the, now the sanctions blocked Russia from being able to export. For those you don't know too, is that Russia is one of the biggest exporters in that area of oil. Yep. Because they got a lot of oil trapped under the, the ice and stuff up there. So, um, and Europe is the, one of the biggest consumers of that oil. So that's a big part of Russia's economy. So uh, now they can't sell to Europe, right? They can't sell to certain countries because they can't use the dollar and we got sanctions on them. So Russia came up with an idea in a meeting that they were possibly thinking about selling their oil in Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. And they would, they would accept Bitcoin as payment for countries who have that as legal tender like El Salvador. So if El Salvador, mm-hmm. if, if that's the country's legal tender, they will accept that country's legal tender as payment, which Bitcoin and may, uh, possibly Honduras next week, uh, week after next is going to come out and say, they're going to make uh, the, uh, Bitcoin their national currency. So mm-hmm. now Russia will be allowed to sell those two countries or oil to those two countries, probably at a reduced rate. So uh, so that's what's happening, right? If that happens, uh, the price of oil, I mean, the price of Bitcoin will explode because now all of a sudden there's a real use case, like, you know, a real worldwide use case. Right now, Bitcoin is used more, a lot for specula- uh, speculative uh, reasons, like people invest in it, hoping it goes up. 
So that right there will be a huge use case and it's actually being used to conduct big transactions. Mm-hmm. And that's never really happened in history, Bitcoin's history as of now. Yeah, so wh- how do you think this will affect um, the United States as far as gas prices and whatnot? You think it'll just continue to go back up? Our gas prices, like the problem, what happened with our gas prices is that because like Europe can't buy oil from Russia, so where do you think they're buying it from? The Middle East. That's where we get our oil from. Mm. So now there's a shortage on oil. That's why the price of oil going up. Mm. Uh, so go ahead. No, no go ahead. You're good. Yeah, so there's a shortage on oil because of that. So um, so if Bitcoin, if, if Russia sells to other countries uh, in Bitcoin, uh, I mean, it's still, it, it, we, we still have our same problem. We still be have mm-hmm. to, you know, Europe and the United States will still be basically fighting for the oil that's left. But mm-hmm. El Salvador and uh, any country that adopted Bitcoin as currency, will, we have a great benefit because they'll be the only buyers of Russian oil, which Russia will have to drop the prices low. And because of the sanctions, we can't get to that cheap oil. And they'll actually be a, a great benefit for countries who accept, who have Bitcoin as a national currency. Absolutely. And do you think this um, has been the cause of, you know, Bitcoin going up a little bit recently? Yeah, that's that's one of the biggest causes. Uh, yeah. the, uh, the, the sanction when, when, that, when they announced the sanctions, Bitcoin went up because people in the know understood that uh, the, the price is going to you know go up because of that. Because if you if you take if I if I come to you and say, hey, man, you can't make money this way, you can't send money this way, what are you gonna do? You're gonna figure out another way to do it. You're not just gonna sit back and let somebody just tell you what you can't do. You're gonna figure it out. A smart person or uh, a smart country is gonna figure out a way around it. Now, the most obvious way is crypto. So that's mm-hmm. that was the first boom from like 34, 35, all the way up to 40. And then now this new thing that came out with Russia is caused the second boom. So, like I said, if this continues and nothing else happens, I can see Bitcoin reclaiming fifty thousand here in the next few weeks. Uh, I could clear that's pretty uh, clear path, I think. Yep, yep, very interesting stuff. So, something else to keep an eye on um, for investors out there that are looking to to jump into um, or add to their position when it comes to cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and whatnot. Um, I just found the article that I was talking about earlier. So basically. What it was, somebody borrowed five bored apes to claim the $1.1 million of ape token. Yeah. So, uh, again, basically, they, they you say what? I wonder how much they paid for to borrow it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they had, to, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. But basically, they borrowed the ape NFTs. And then, right when they borrowed it, they borrowed it at the same time that um, the ape coin dropped and they, it was airdropped. Well, they had five of them, so they got over a million dollars. That's pretty crazy. Um, but that's pretty much it. You know, we just wanted to come on here, give you guys an update about what's going on in the market um, and some of the new coins that are out it's for you guys to keep an eye on. Um, you guys stay locked in because we're going to be having more interviews and more guests on the podcast. Uh, we're really looking to take this thing to the next level. Uh, Armando, did you have anything you wanted to add to the podcast or that you wanted to speak about? I'm good, man. So I said, make make sure you guys pay attention to everything that's happening around you. Uh, And it's watch because, I mean, a lot of things are happening that's going to fundamentally change a lot of people's lives. So just make sure you pay attention, uh, get the knowledge, learn, and and just watch things as they progress. No, absolutely. That's that's good that you said that because that's something that we we've been speaking about. Like the world is changing right before our eyes, and if you're not adapting and if you're not learning and keeping up, then you're going to get left behind. You know this. 
it, it's changing very rapidly. So it's pretty crazy to see. Uh, with that being said, we want to wrap this thing up. Share this episode with one of your friends and family members. And this is the Latin Wells family checking out. 